there, Rooster Team fans. Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are talking about the long-awaited Volume 4, Chapters 1 and 2. We've got a lot to dig into tonight, guys. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz <laughs> so begin. Can you guys even believe Super yes. anime. Thank God. That was the one thing that was missing. <laughs> Thank God. We made it there. We, we made it. it. We finally did. Hello, Ruby fans. Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, as I mentioned before, we are talking about the long-awaited first two chapters of Volume 4. Let's not waste any time. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel to my left, Mark Donica. Hello, Megan. Uh, I'm here. It's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at... Mark Bidonica, repping my favorite Nora. What's up, everybody? And we have a new member of the Rooster Team we that do. is joining us. We have the one and the only Mrs. Stacy Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. Woo. I'm super excited to be here. I am Stacy Shuttleworth. You can find me online on Instagram and Twitter at Stacy Shuttles. And you can find me on Twitter and all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff because I'm a nerd doing stuff. And to her left. Woo! Well, it's so good to be Dees. back. I can't believe it. We're finally talking about Ruby again. Hey, guys, Patrick Dees. You can find me on Twitter at P to the Dees. Let's do this. And I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. We're going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag R-W-B-Y-A-B-T-V because I refuse to change it. <laughs> no, we, didn't even, we don't even do the hashtag thing at the network anymore, so we're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. 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 That's Changing wonderful. It. Well, that's what I'm going to be following along with. Anyway, we've also got, um, going to have an eye on the live chat. Uh, Mark's me. got us covered I right here. And uh, sadly, Katie couldn't join us today, but be sure to follow her at Piaget, uh on Twitter and uh, tweet her your thoughts on these two episodes because again a lot to unpack in these two episodes yeah. Yeah. so guys we saw the trailer we've seen this new opening how do, how do we all feel coming back to volume 4 Yang is so sad. So, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like yeah. uh, how we felt at the end of the when we saw it at, at uh, RTX oh. the the trailer mm-hmm. um, or the new short where it was like oh new character design new character design Yang at home with her one arm <laughs> why do that yeah. why why it's do you terrible. hate us Rooster um, but it's I like terrible. how they did the cinematic thing and they waited till the end to play the intro, the end of yep. episode one to play mm-hmm, the intro, mm-hmm. and it gives us an idea of what sort of characters we have yet to meet, and we still haven't met. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't caught up with Blake and Yang yet, and, and it's, yeah. it's exciting to see where we go. And again, the, the pacing has... has fully changed it feels like it it feels like you're watching like an episode of an anime the mm-hmm. first episode this season was was 20 minutes long yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that was almost the full length of an uh, of an episode of any any given anime right. yeah yep are you guys loving the animation oh this season i think my like that's the elephant in the room God. right like just the new animation gorgeous engine. elephant it is right it's a gorgeous gorgeous Beautiful elephant i've been elephant. meaning to talk about <laughs> problem. The beautiful elephant? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we, the very first shot that we're introduced to is a grim climbing mm-hmm. out of what I assume is like primordial, I don't know. Pure darkness. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> darkness and evil just coming right out. But yeah, right out of the gate, we just see that literally the entire team has stepped it up with this new animation engine. And 
Every time we see them come back from a new season, like I think that there's no way they could possibly get better. And then they showed us that that trailer at RTX, and I'm like, I'm an idiot. That was wrong <laughs> because it was gorgeous. So, Stacy, you're new with us to the panel I today. Uh, what's your background with Ruby? So, I started watching Ruby when it first came out. You know getting all hyped with the trailers. Uh, it's always been more of a low-key thing. I've just recently kind of started getting actually into participating with the fandom. I kind of fell out of fandom for a while in general. And so getting back into it and getting back into the theories has been really exciting. Um, you know, I have gotten to the point where I cosplay Pyrrha. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, and, and, if you, my you heart. and if you follow us on uh, ABTV Rooster Team, uh, I, we tweeted out a picture of Stacey with her husband, who was uh, Jean. If you didn't bring it up, photo. I was going to bring it up. Like, <laughs> no way we were Thank getting you. through a whole episode without talking no about that. No. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm pretty pretty in deep to Ruby. <laughs> my heart. Uh, <laughs> But, okay, so, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk. Do you guys want to start uh, talking about this? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Evil League of Evil that we have, and or I think the fans are calling it Team Witch because we get introduced mm. to a couple characters, Watts, Hazel, Tyrion, and Cinder, of course, and Salem. So yeah, a lot of people hmm. are saying it's Team Witch. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Or, or WTCH, so Watts, Tyrion, Cinder, Hazel. Yeah, so something. That, I don't know. I mean, it's which weird, has like, two... Which is, <laughs> which, <laughs> it's a weird... Can I buy a vowel? It's just a weird... Which Wheel of Fortune episode? Cool. I mean, people in, in chat are spelling orange with R-R-N-J. So, spelling doesn't matter here. It really doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever gets the point across. I love <laughs> these guys. Aren't they? Totally. And, and, now, and yeah. you see how seemingly low on the totem pole Cinder was and it you see why she had so much ambition in previous seasons that once she got this power I'm I'm on top of Tyrion Hazel mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. Watts at this point uh and phew, love me some Watts I love me some some snarky ass kind of on the nose for what uh, literary character he sure. represents and I want to see what happened to his Sherlock Ah, he's probably Doctor Watts. He's probably very dead. Super dead. Well, let me ask you, and not in a pretty way. I was, I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, Sherlock, you know, faked his own death by jumping off the that cliff waterfall thing. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure in this incarnation of the <laughs> these characters, Watts probably pushed. Him. I would not be surprised. Yeah, not at all. He was trying to fake it. And he just made sure no. he completed it. Yeah, just, just like just here, done. let me. No, no, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> what did you guys think about when we saw Cinder? Like for me, that was my favorite part about that. To your point, Mark, like she showed us ambition. There's a, a a ladder way above her, but like I think for the first time, I actually kind of felt badly for her. Like that was rough. Obviously, she was really you know she was roughed up after the cliffhanger last episode, but mm-hmm. like she became incredibly kind of sympathetic to me like I, it was a bummer to watch did you guys have similar thoughts on that or what was that for you guys I mean yes I think she became more sympathetic just in the fact that she couldn't express herself like she normally did but I think we saw her same personality come out I mean she slammed down yeah. on the table I mean she still had the temper yeah. she still I mean 
she was still Cinder. It was just kind of more subdued. Yeah, yes. I think the thing to remember is that even though she's recovering, like that she's not to be underestimated. She has a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of power mm-hmm. by you know from becoming the Fall Maiden. And yeah, like it's it's just a matter of time. And right now, that's the thing is that she's just been forced to sit and bide her time for a little while. Sure. And mm-hmm. that's infuriating to somebody with so much ambition, surrounded by sharks who will not hesitate to stab you in the back or push you off a cliff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or in the case of Tyrion, like stab one of your eyes Rip out. Rip your eye out. He, he sounds like... <laughs> he's really preoccupied by that. <laughs> I mean, you have to hand it to, to this guy. He is a person who seems to really enjoy what he does. <laughs> Passion for the job. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes. It, it was amazing. The, in chat, we, we've had chat going ever since the event got made, and so thank you for everybody who stuck with us the entire time, which has been hours. You guys but, are wonderful. Um, I was in there a couple hours ago, and people were talking about how Tyrion... His literary character is one of the flying monkeys. Oh yeah, that was really oh! interesting. Oh! Oh! Which which is yes, oh, my lady yes. will follow her oh. to to whatever, and he's crazy, and he's he's chirping and and, and laughing like a monkey. He jumps around, yes, yeah. yeah. and the, the way he is exactly that is so flipping cool. Well, and of course Salem is our wicked witch, yep. so it's insanely right. fitting. Yep. Anybody have any guesses about Hazel? He just. I've been thinking. Uh, I, I got know. nothing. I've got absolutely nothing. If any of you guys in the live chat have theories please. on Hazel, please let us know. Yeah. But I mean, talking about these new characters, let's talk about casting a little bit because mm-hmm. we got it a lot last season. They started bringing in a lot of anime alumni mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. form of Vic Mignogna and um, Elizabeth Maxwell. A lot of really great talent. And here, you brought it up with Watts. They they cast Chris Sabat in another Rooster Teeth work with Watts, Yo. and he is so good at playing a jerk. Oh yeah. my god, we got a little bit of Vegeta in there, <laughs> <laughs> like with a kind of British accent, a little bit. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but we've also got um, playing Tyrion. We have Josh Greeley, who a lot of people might recognize from Attack on Titan. Mm. Uh, he plays Armin in that, but he also has a really great resume when it comes to playing villains so this does the casting here doesn't come to a surprise at all and um, we've also got j michael tatum but we'll we'll talk about him when we get to the schnee mansion uh really quickly before we before we get off and actually relating to schnees um a lot of folks are saying they think that hazel might be the woodsman from snow white from from snow white i could see that the huntsman Yeah. yeah Um, okay. And somebody said that Hazel killed Summer, which that's moving way too far. But uh, I appreciate your opinion, Michael Halpern. Again, theories, <laughs> we love them. But, but yeah, it's hard to say because we don't get a ton from him. The, we get the most from Tyrion and Watts. Mm-hmm. Um, their personalities really shine through Very in this picture. scene. Yeah. That's a way to put Tyrion. He's shining through. Yes. <laughs> Shiny star out yeah, there. Yeah, something. Like I said, it's a piece he, of work. He enjoys the job. I'm excited to see oh where that gosh. guy goes. Like, what an introduction, right? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, just yeah. Yeah, and like the fact that like they've put like they put a pin in finding the spring maiden. It's like no, 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 that can yeah. wait. That can wait. Go find Ruby and bring her to me. And he just looked so disappointed. <laughs> he was like, no. Aww, poor Tyrion. So sad. Said no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Said literally no Especially one. Especially Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> said no one. Right. 
But um, is yeah, is there anything else we want to talk touch on with these guys right now? Because their their next objective is taking down the Haven Academy, which coincidentally is where our heroes are heading. So, any other final thoughts on that group before we move on? I don't think so. I don't. No, it's a cool way to begin. Like, yeah, what a cool a way. Lot. And not how I would have anticipated them start after how we left that last season mm-hmm. to open up with that, but it set the table beautifully for kind of the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Uh, and I liked how with Salem, we got to see her, how much power she does wield. Oh, yeah. yeah. With just words. Well, and, and calmly, right? Yeah. Right. And with them, I mean, these are very clearly powerful, slightly off kilter men who would, who would not hesitate, you know, to do whatever it takes to get what they wanted. And they all cowed in her presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just. Yeah, exactly. And, like, uh, there was one bit of really... And I think a really interesting thing to note um, about these two episodes is a lot of subtlety in character interactions and in the camera work, um, so to speak. Because we have her walk into the room, and she signals for everyone to sit. And everyone sits except for Watts. He waits for her to sit, and he sits down with her to, like... Not so subtly, you know, say to everybody, hey, you and I are on par together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm following orders, but, like, I'm not kowtowing just yet. So it'll be be interesting to see if what what their end goals are like what what do they get out of this I feel like Tyrion just enjoys being evil yeah yeah, yeah. he's just, go he's just glad it. to have some friends <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah people will listen to me a lot yeah. Yeah. Um, really quickly I wanted to bring up Standing By Life in the chat mentioned that there are two seats that were empty at the council table. Oh, that's a good point. So the yeah. the intro shows all the people that I'm familiar with, but there could be some people that we that are already out on assignment that we have mm-hmm. not yet mm-hmm. met yet. Now, speaking of meeting new characters, we also meet this unnamed farm boy with kind of hazel eyes. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts or predictions on who that might be? I mean, there. I before I looked into the community and saw that it was a prevailing th- theory, I was like, oh, it's Ospin. 100%. There is an Ozkid theory going around. Really? Um, yeah. uh, that um, he's he reflects the farmer from the, the farmer who gave the powers of the Four Maidens. And mm-hmm. p- folks in chat are saying that now it is the Four Maidens' opportunity to give the power back to the farmer, mm. which might restore Ozpin to his regular self. That's um, an interesting thought. Or, like or like the Maidens, the farmer gets reborn uh, after a person dies, but it's with a male instead of a female. There's also a lot of people saying that it might it's Joseph from the Bible, and that his rainbow scarf is representative of the oh. coat of many colors, which is really interesting. Um, and also, Joseph uh, could... Um, Joseph was a prophet, so waking up from that type of a dream uh, and seeing mm-hmm. that sort of a vision, I don't think that they would go biblical with it, sure. but... The right. bi- the Bible is a literary work, so right. it would be interesting if they went that way. And a lot of really cool narratives. <laughs> there, so I feel like let's do it. Let's, let's do this. Wow. I mean, again, yeah, that's it's. Though I like those theories. I yeah. like those theories a lot. When when I first saw him, I was like, I feel like if we hadn't already had several seasons, you know, very much focused on. Uh, our four female leads that I'd be like if this was like my very first episode of Ruby I would have assumed that this was the young male protagonist who's about to right. know yes. all the heroes yes. literally yes. 20 Stop. seconds before you said that uh, in, <laughs> in chat CM Punk Cult 99 says farm boy is your average shonen protagonist he yes. is <laughs> Anime theme. They're yeah. just really yeah. amping it up. He looks like a guy who likes to ice skate. Yeah, he he looks like he's 
looks like at any moment he could burst into um, that opening number from Beauty and the Beast. Like, he wants want... much more than this provincial life. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> I love okay. a man who knows some show tunes. Now I need that animated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fandom, please deliver. Yeah. You you know what to do. Dan, we, we've spent 20 minutes on the first scene. Yeah. Yes, we have. So let's go ahead and move forward with our new team. Now, I want to put this to a vote. Mm-hmm. Oh. Team Junior or Team Ranger? Uh, I'm I'm Ranger, but if we're going with colors, I like orange a lot. R-R-N-J. Oh, that's cool. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> orange. yeah, that's true. Neither one of those are colors. No, yeah, no, for sure. They're not. They're kind of deviating now. Uh, I gotta go. I guess Ranger, just the way it sounds. Oh man, it's so know. rare that I disagree with this side wow. of the table. I'm going Team Junior. Okay, I'll I think it just sounds cool. All right, Junior. I kind of cool. like it, especially they're like they're this perpetual underdog, right? Team Junior wins. Like no expected Team Junior. That's cool. It's a it's a nice misdirect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have to go with Team Ranger as well. Okay. Uh, mostly because they are on a journey. As I said before, they're on their way to uh, sure. Haven Academy. And they are like, the, I love the, this setup that they're sure. basically on the yellow brick road to like get to, uh, to, to find answers. And I want to know because this is kind of like a there are only four of them, but this is kind of like a five-man band sort of quest where a lot of fantasy stories have characters sure. go on their journey. Mm-hmm. I want to know, what's your guys' favorite fantasy quest story? Such a good question. Um, then This may be a very unexpected answer, but just because it's one of my, my favorite movies of all time and a lot of the things that happen in it, next to impossible. The Blues Brothers is my favorite oh, wow. they fantasy. Wow. They're on a mission from God. Wow. Their car lasts the entire way and then breaks into pieces by the time they get to the building they need to get to. That is a great poem. They outrun the cops and make a cop car pile. Like yep. it's, I mean, it's it's a movie classic. If you haven't seen Blue, the Blues Brothers, see it, but that's my, that's my favorite quest. Stacey? Okay. That's, that's quite the quest. Um, mine might be a little more traditional based off my favorite book, and therefore quest. Um, the quest that our characters in The Last Unicorn go on. Nice. To go find the unicorns. I when like that. the last eagle flies. You're such a great jukebox. I feel like I could just point. If I need theme music, I can just. No, just be like Fonzie. Just rap me real quick <laughs> on the chest. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> Can you do that Fix and look me. cool these days? Like, no. Uh, it's such a good question. So I actually, um, I continue to rant and rave on several shows about The Witcher. If you haven't played Witcher 3 and are a video game. I kind of figured you were going to go that I just route. think it's, it's orders of magnitude from a narrative perspective better than anything in class. I, think, like, I talk about The Last of Us quite a bit, but it is the new benchmark for RPGs. And there's a story about a third of the way through, it's called the Bloody Bloody Baron Quest, and I won't get into all the details, but you meet a guy who ostensibly is a human piece of garbage, right? Like, he's a drunk, he kind of abuses his family, not kind of, he physically abuses his wife, and um, anyway, so you go on and you learn just how, um, all these different shades of gray, right? So, uh, his wife was having an affair, and he killed that man, which caused him to drink, and you learn, um, it's just a very multifaceted quest, and I think it's um, fascinating. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's amazing, so... Um, Nice, good pick. Good picks all around Mm -hmm. the table. Katie says, and I don't understand the context for this, but she says favorite fictional arc is the Briarwood arc and Critical Role. I don't know what that means. That's a podcast, right? But yeah, I hear nothing but good things about Critical Hmm. Role. Um, Because yeah, it's it's very 
you know, fantasy D&D sure. based on mm-hmm. And uh, it's got a lot of really great voice actors in it, so I hear it's a hoot. Um, <laughs> mine... I mean, I I have to fight to not say The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings yeah, in any capacity. Yeah, that's like that's, that's, that's the go-to. Well, yeah. and especially because of all the parallels with the Grimm and the orcs mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. like that. There's a, there's a lot that fantasy borrows from Lord of the Rings. And 100%. It doesn't, like, again, it's revolutionary for a reason. But what I'm actually going to say is Monty Python and the Holy Grail, specifically oh. Spamalot, the, the musical. Oh, okay. okay. Beautiful. And stay in the back in uh, musical realm. I can definitely approve of that. <laughs> that? No. Fantastic. Um, in chat, really quickly, Nathaniel Hellman says, Wheel of Time is my favorite. Maverick Ooh. Mac 91, my, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Jason Templer, I appreciate your comment. Well, Blues Brothers is a color. <laughs> um, because why not 57, Princess Bride, B- uh, BG Titan Avatar, God. Last Unicorn was darker than I remember as a kid. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah Ant, it is. Ant says, Final Fantasy 7. Uh, Michael Halpern? Quest to bring balance to the world. Avatar The Last Airbender. That's right. a good one. Um, yes. And uh, overwhelmingly, everybody said Team Ranger. Oh, overwhelmingly. Yes. A couple oh, of people oh, saying, my. well, no, because also Ranger, Ranger Green. Uh, and then also, uh, chat favorite Melachroma uh, likes RRNJ to be Argent, like silver. Oh. So, which is a reference to that Silver Eyes. Melachroma is hitting it out of the park. Yep, always yeah. does. Shout out to uh, whomever said... Uh, uh, Wheel of Time. I wanted to be Randall Thor when I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> one last one about Odyssey, about uh, quests, just because uh, this this blows mine out of the water. My favorite quest, Joe Dirt, <laughs> based on the Odyssey. First or the That's second true. one? One. <laughs> okay. One was the Odyssey. Two was Iliad. Well, I might be one of like literally ones of people across the country saw Joe Dirt too. <laughs> one of those ones. I, or, I saw the first one. So. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this team's quest. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the way they play off of each other. I, I love that, like, the team dynamic sure. is not something that they had to force or, like, try to figure out. They all work really well together. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, I, I thought that for a little while there was going to be maybe some contention as to who was the leader. But no, not at all. They, right. they have their mission and they're just going for it. And I like that. Yeah, I like how their roles are sort of established in the fight with the Geist. Um, John's the strategist. We have no idea why he doesn't have his sword and shield at the at the time, right? Um, And you would think that Ruby's the heavy hitter, but we get uh, all of Nora's upgrades. Um, (laughs) Love Nora. Um, And somebody in chat, forgive me, uh, their name hasn't passed by in a while. Wanted to bring up uh, tech porn. Uh, and how all of the the, oh, the yeah. armor and and the use of the the different uh, transformations of the weapons. I've heard it as just, gadget porn. Gadget no, porn's good. Yeah. Okay. Gadget porn's but good. But yeah, like the all all the different upgrades and the yeah, uh, it, especially Nora's hammer. It like uh, we've seen it transform before, but I feel like this is the most versatile it's ever been. Yep. Seeing mm-hmm. it unfold. Yeah. 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 It's so great. So and like, what did you guys think of that Geist Grim? It felt very, like, so, again, I come at everything with that frame of reference of playing a video game, but this guy, like, very much was a boss in a game, right? Like, clearly had a weak spot, and they, you know, it took John to strategize and be like, take a step back, because we've all, like, played a boss, and we've gone lost several times over and over, and you respawn, you respawn, how do I kill, oh, got it, and when you just, when it clicks. Like a faster-moving Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Smaller can move better. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, those um. ones were a little bigger. Um, but yeah, no, this this one, I think it was just the, the fact that it could pick up stuff around it to, like, form sure. this... Re- like, it was a really creepy-looking ghost grim, and, and I mm. love that it had this ability. And I love that, like, as we get further inland, we're going to see more and more of these types not not just like the Geist Grim, but like different types of Grim in mm-hmm. particular. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be fun. It's it cool yeah. seeing their teamwork. I think to your point, like they they mm-hmm. seem very selfless. They're like the Golden State Warriors of teams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sports. I remember a sport. Okay. Uh, Indigo Leader says that the gut a Geist possessed the white trailer armor. Ooh. As a theory, as a theory, that'd be interesting. I think I would like to think that it didn't do that because then we because we see Winter summon the Grim in their normal form, so it would she would just summon a Geist and it would just be itself. It wouldn't be able to possess anything. But I wonder if it can only possess inanimate ob- uh, matter or physical matter because that would be spooky. Oh yeah. yeah. His yeah. arm is a tree. <laughs> His arm is a tree. It was really great. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see what other kind of grim we're going to get. But um, but we, you know, this whole thing paints a very interesting picture about what the group is doing. You know, they're going town to town, and they're helping out as best they can. You know, um, you know, and you know, as they make their way over to, uh, I believe it's Mistral is where they're heading, right? Right. And um, it's it's really great because we get two beautiful moments that really show that even though they work together really well as a team, there's still a lot of mourning going on. And the team is mourning Pira. And I we get again, it's such a it's such a nice it was a nice, beautiful, like subtle thing in the in the first episode when uh, Jean you know melted down and and put her you know. Uh, Put her armor, you know, uh, as part of his shield, mm-hmm. and just like that. That's so sweet. Crying <laughs> everywhere. Terrible. And the uh, the gif that I, f- I forgot who made it. I'm sorry. The what? Oh the, my god. The gif. I, the gif. I say both. Thank you. I say both. Thank you. I say both. Gif. Because because. Uh, god damn it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, I'm gra- Grammatically, you can promote. I, I use it grammatically. I use it grammatically where sometimes if it if it makes sense so, to do a soft G, sometimes hard so G. So there is Regardless. a thing. So there is, yeah. there is a thing where they, uh, when they revealed the face of the shield, um, it has Pira's derp face from the chibi. So it's just like, oh! Silly. Um, also, really quickly, um, we haven't read the manga but apparently it's canon, and the Geist is what possesses Weiss's uh, the armor in awesome. the white trailer. Is that right? Confirmed right. in the manga, and Carrie right. said at New York Comic Con that everything in the manga is canon. So thank oh, you for okay. clearing that up, everybody. Good to know. Where can I buy the manga? I know. <laughs> <laughs> As places? Oh, there. Got it. Yeah. You go, <laughs> go, they, they have go everything. Pla- <laughs> you go to place.com. Yeah. It's got place. it. Place.com. <laughs> Um, so what did you guys think of this scene where we see, you know, what what's wake, woken Ruby in the middle of the night and it's Jean training to a recording that Pira made for him? What did you guys think of that? Well, was that what woke her up, though? I mean, she was having a nightmare. Or, or I mean, there's differing camps, I guess, of what was going on there, whether it was visions, nightmares, part of PTSD. Um, 
But yeah, it kind of melded I, into. In in my opinion, and granted, this is just an opinion. Yeah, no. I I think it was the sound of Pura's voice. I agree. Like seeping into her dreams from the recording. Yep. That that was sort of what was causing. Even that. though the way she was saying John was very very different versus it, the it, recording that's, to the. That's just what. That's just okay. my opinion. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. If there's something else going on, like if there's gonna be like a crazy dream sequence, I'm I'm down for that. Like, well, give me more. Well, if, if we're talking about um, the. In- inspiration uh, Joan of Arc like saw visions like had visions right. so I, yeah. I I figure that the the hearing continuing to hearing hearing Pyrrha's voice on his scroll is going to trigger seeing her uh, and mm-hmm. and he's gonna start to lose it a little bit I, I think that's jo- what I'm worried about who who do you think Caesar Jean. Okay, Jean. Because, because Jean of Joan of Arc interesting uh, mm-hmm. so like so what did you think so the, the the kind of the, the particle effects, right? There was like a gray or like a silver and a gold, right? So I was trying to get, like, did you guys find symbolism in any of that? Is the gray representative of Ruby's kind of gray eyes and you, the gold is Pyrrha? Or? You know what it might be? It might be the memory of what happened Absolutely. trying mm-hmm. to break through. And mm-hmm. that's why it's only coming in like little. Do you think? Yeah. So, no, Patrick, you, you first. Patrick, you first. And I just want to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> he just has so, so excited. <laughs> I just wonder, like, if does Pyrrha live on in some spirit world, and eventually she'll be able to communicate with all of them, not just John, not just. I'm, I'm interested to say. Wait, uh, please, Mark. I can't hold you back. That anymore. would be nice. Probably. I know. Yeah, that, I think I think that would be nice. But I think she's still definitely dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, dead she's yeah. I don't think we're going to get a Dragon Ball situation. Are we? Where we? I actually would be disappointed if for some reason. And there was some deus ex machina and she came no, back like, yeah, that yep. would undercut the yeah it would undercut Agreed. everything yep. leading up to yeah. that my, uh, my strong reaction to was to realizing that they're going to break everybody by showing us the memories that Ruby mm-hmm. has lost in between ac- activating and as air quotes for audio listeners the silver eyes and the end of everything like we're we're gonna see how she reacted to everything, and, and maybe she sees a version of Pyrrha there. But okay, okay. Yeah. I got goosebumps. Say it. I uh, got goosebumps. Hashtag keep Pyrrha dead from Andrew Stanley and <laughs> oh. Chad. As little as I want to agree with that, but I, I totally am on keep Pyrrha yes. dead. Yes, like that's so hard. It doesn't to need a trend. It does no. not need a trend. <laughs> Go to stuff.com and buy that book. Um, did you guys was was that scene hard to watch? When when John's practicing and it's on the scroll and she's yeah on um, again wonderful wonderful props to Jen Brown who has I always know. done a phenomenal totally. job um, all of the actors and especially this season too like everything you know with this heightened emotional state they everybody's just seemingly knocked it out of the park yep. it's been great mm-hmm. um, but yeah in my opinion it was real rough because. This is somebody who loved him very, very much, and he didn't—he didn't appreciate her while she was still there. No, totally. And, yeah. and I think, like, I don't, for me, I don't know where you guys checked in on it. I, I think it was a moving scene, partially because of those characters, because we've come to love them over a little while. But like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've all lost people, right? And then we cling to things almost manically of what after we lose them, especially when you didn't appreciate them potentially the fullest. And I think that for me represents a lot of, you know, I mean the few people that I've lost and the things that I hold on to, be it mm-hmm. a video or whatever those are and you rewatch over and over. And it's just a it was incredibly affecting scene, um and in that sense. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely was. One hundred percent. Um well do you guys have any other final thoughts on mm. uh on Pira and how she's still with the team? Mm-mm. Uh. <laughs> Keep her dead. 
Well, yeah, <laughs> just, her dead. No. Although, um, and this might be nothing. Mm. Uh, I haven't really looked into it no, yet. But please. we have now seen what death looks like on the show. Whereas Pyrrha was our first human death, really, before. And she disintegrated into, like, billions of particles of light. But that doesn't seem to be the norm. So does that have some kind of meaning? Significance? Yeah, is there something behind there? I, th- I think to, to that end, it might be related to Cinder's ability. Um, mm-hmm. Where it may have been Ash or, yeah. or, or, or something, but okay. I, somebody somebody brought up in chat, and, and again, I'm sorry, it's it's moving so fast um, <laughs> that activating Jean's semblance could have created some sort of special case in terms mm-hmm. of how she does get some to rest. Ripple, some ripple, okay. some, okay. some how like some way for her, her to stick around could stay. Got it somehow. Right. Could and stay tied to um, to him being here. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, that. and that, I'd be down for that. It's just we cannot bring her back to life. That no. is no, not that is physical. no. She could appear in vision. She, her spirit could be there to protect him. But no, she needs to stay dead. And it hurts me saying that. Just, <laughs> Jen Brown, I can, I'd be saying that. If she can voice like my GPS, like I want more Pira, <laughs> but it's not. Okay. Not in like the show. Like when you turn it on, Pira? it just goes hello. Yeah. yeah. Pira voicing a GPS would. Probably be the greatest. It'd be thing. red, It'd right? lost. I want to really. Oh, she'd no, hesitate. It would say, "I'm sorry." I want, it really, I want it really disappointed when I miss the turn. I told you a mile ago <laughs> to turn left. Uh, Come on! Shout out to BG Titan Avatar. Pira was incinerated. Oh. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. Normally, I'm, I'm not for those. That was like a five-star pun. Good job. I, yeah, oh. my, mad props. Thank you for oh. the incinerated. All right, Good we're stuff. moving on. We are yeah, moving on. So, uh, talking about uh, Mistral, mm-hmm. uh, we know, we we got treated to the world of Revenants before before we the season started, which I think were really great in sort of laying out where uh, the places, because the team is broken, mm-hmm. laying out the various places mm-hmm. and locations where we're going to be. Um, again, wonderful animation engine with the, all the new locations and set pieces. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Um, but anyway, um, we have, you know, we've got Vale, we've got Mistral, we've got Vacuo, and we have Atlas. And um, we we get a lot of interesting info about the place where our team is heading. Mainly that it's, even though it's high, you know, a very cultured place, it's very metropolitan, there's also a huge, like, black market underground scene as well Mm -hmm. where a lot of bandits hang out and presumably the bandits that just destroyed the spot where Jean loved to go camping and they just the show just wants to take everything from him I'm in the seven sisters I I like what it did to Ren and Nora conversely yeah absolutely Totally. Brought up some stuff for them because we it, it was mentioned that they lost both of their families, um, mm-hmm. and even if you're not as familiar with the story of Famulan and you've only seen the the Disney movie, mm-hmm. we see the the Huns destroying villages. So, mm-hmm. destroyed villages are something that Ren is probably super familiar with, and and it probably led to him losing his family. And keep me honest here, didn't Ren want to follow like uh, follow somebody in in season two? Around a village, this makes sense. Chad, help me out. He wanted to follow like a leader of a village or a bandit, and then they had to sidetrack it for something else that was going on. Oh, those when they were taking quests. Yeah, when yes. they were taking yeah. quests. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe this is representing some of that. Like he's Ooh. like, all right, like so. Good memory, I, I, Patrick. I, I couldn't remember what the Solid. exact was, but uh, yeah. No, good job, and that that's true. That like there was an emotional moment of like, don't worry, next time, right. and yeah, and it, I think it's a safe assumption to say that this group of bandits, whoever they are, they most definitely killed their parents. That's I feel like that's pretty obvious. The chat yeah. is breaking, Mark. It's just br- destroying. Uh, <laughs> the man's a rock. We were, we were talking about how uh, Jean went to Shion for camping, and Becca. Uh, uh, lie, forgive me if I'm saying that wrong, said he did archery, hiking, search a whiskey bike. <laughs> Again. Beautiful. This is why I love this this community. I love this chat. It always goes back to Miles being a boy scout. Yes. That's weird. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Son of a Although, yeah, speaking of camping and camp activities, now that we have like these locations kind mm-hmm. of fleshed out, which kingdom would you guys vacation at? Atlas, Vale, Vacuo, Mistral. Gotta be Vacuo, dude. It does gotta be. Well, gotta be. Wait, 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 I would say Vacuo if like we were back to when it was a paradise before it was like oh, you stripped of all of it. No, no, no. All you need, <laughs> no, you get the right travel agent. Yeah, that's if you go, if you go with the nice underrated yeah. profession, or or con, or you go with like a group like Contiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for a sponsorship. Sure, uh, they'll take you to all the right places, send you to all the right things, all of the old tourist spots. I'd, I'd say it'd be fine. Okay, all right, all right. An organized tour of Vacuo. Nice. Are you nice. feeling that? Where are you? What are you thinking, Stacey? Where'd you go? You know, so I wouldn't want to live there, but I think it would be pretty cool to visit Atlas and see like how they operate, operate, and what that lifestyle is. Yeah. <laughs> Side of the table. If you haven't seen Video Game Anatomy, uh, do games make good movies? We always agree. We fight, Mark. Come see our show. I'm, you know, I'm just with you. No, we don't. <laughs> Bruise me. <laughs> Mark's look up from the chat. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to say Atlas 2. I'm a big staycation kind of guy. Uh, I nice. travel a lot professionally, and so when I have some downtime, I kind of want to just stay in. So I know this is jumping a little bit, but I want to go to the Snee Mansion. I want to kick it by the pool with that rad butler with the changing <laughs> eyes. Drink some cold drinks mm-hmm. and have a staycation in Atlas. I think that's a great idea. Um, I, you know, I would. I'm gonna say Vale. I'm gonna say Vale. Just like hang out on the coast of Vale. Mm-hmm. Like okay. pi- I assume that's where pirates are. It's safe. There are no crazy grim that like sea grim that are gonna come out of the sea because it's shallow waters mm-hmm. and it's protected <laughs> by those mountains. So I, I think there's h- hiking. There's swimming. There's lots of great stuff. So to many do. activities. I like <laughs> <laughs> selling it. <laughs> She there works are, for that travel agency. There are talking about pirates there. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I presume I there are pirates there. Um, I, and I like how the I, I would I would treat the island, uh, which the name escapes me, unfortunately, that uh, that uh, Taiyang and family live on. Yeah, be hatch. Some, hatch, hatch. Yeah, uh, similar to like Catalina Island, like we have here in California. Oh yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Just island a small named Hatch doesn't make you think of Lost, like at all. I mean, probably. <laughs> okay. That's why Yang sees just. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that at the bottom of their home, there's just this tunnel and a bunker where yeah. he has to keep. That's just <laughs> he science. He just has to push that button. The, oh, totally. The code. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Just, just typing science over and over. Again. <laughs> science, 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 science,
Um, so yeah, patch. I, I think those are. Thank you, Becca. Oh, patch it's is the patch, island. not yeah. hatch. Patch. I thought it was hatch. <laughs> well, I mean, my apologies. Almost there. <laughs> there's been a lot of information. Yeah, like, yeah. all yeah, of no, those World of Remnants dense. remnants came before oh, the the premiere, dense. which is and why they were very dense. It's very dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they definitely warranted a rewatch. But um, before we move on oh. to Atlas, to the Schnee Mansion, the Schnee. I want to talk to you guys really quickly about iTunes, folks. Thank you so much to everybody who's gone to iTunes to rate, leave a comment. We love hearing from you. We love hearing from you guys in the live chat. We love reading the comments on YouTube. But the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show that we're putting on is going to iTunes and leaving a comment and letting us know what you like about the show. Because, surprise, people pay attention. Uh, I don't know if this is your first time watching the Ruby After Show, but we have quite the guest list that Mm -hmm. we've gotten in the past. And, you know, people pay attention to that. So when you go to iTunes at... You're showing not only to our bosses that you like this show, but you're also showing to Rooster Teeth that you like this show. And that helps us get guests. So, yes, uh, do we have any new comments? Uh, we do from the past from the past couple of months. Um, uh, and I will say, speaking as a producer here at the network, it helps immensely. Um, also, uh, as speaking to our record of uh, guests in the past... Um, Rooster Teeth has gotten increasingly busy. So as a, really as a result has. of that, um, it's going to take a lot more fine-tuning uh, to get guests in here, but um, it may be a situation where we might have to pre-record and then play it during uh, during an, a, a show, but we're trying to get those interviews with you. We're trying to get the folks on here. They watched the show. I saw Sam Ireland favorited our tweet about us going uh, live. So I'm big fans. I, big fans, yeah. It's, we love yeah. you guys. Lo- yeah, we love everybody. The Rooster Teeth family has been nothing but... Awesome but to us, and we're going to keep that wonderful going. Wonderful and generous and just very gracious with their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in terms of iTunes, we have from Mattman94, five-star rating, because of course that is the only rating Aww. you can leave. Oh. Uh, great content. A really awesome show. The guests are always unbelievable, and the hosts have usually got good questions and comments about the episodes. Aside from some occasional irritating jokes and talk about, quote, ships, this podcast is well worth it if you like Ruby, especially for I the... I ex- never stop talking about ships. W- won't you? Okay. Uh, especially for the exclusive interviews with the cast and creators of the show. Keep up the great work, guys. I can't wait for season four reviews. Oh, Welcome you. back. Uh, Browncoat BC says, I'm back for more. I'm late to the Ruby party, but I was extremely happy to find that After Buzz was covering it. I oh. so loved the Sword Art Online attack on Titan shows. <gasps> you did? Yep. Oh. I'm in love with their Ruby coverage as well. I'm sure you will be too. Uh, thank you to our reviewers. Also, speaking of interviews, if you want to get some of our questions uh, or our answers from the Ruby cast, MCM London just happened, and we had a, a fellow host of ours, Yell Teagle, hosted the Ruby panel, and she asked Emma and I four questions. So uh, we we got a couple of them in there. Watch that panel; they are questions from the Rooster Team. So please check it out. It was a, a very fun time for all. Yeah, she knocked it out of the park. So again, thank you to Yell, and thank you to Rooster Teeth, um, and thank you to you guys. Uh, again, you will get a shout out on the show if you leave a comment. So thank you guys. And we're also working on a so working on a contest. Uh, in relations to uh, to iTunes that I totally forgot to tease today. So I'm teasing it now. We'll see you at the next episode and I'll be able to show you what it actually is that we might be giving away. Little teaser, you if you mention Mark B. Donica in the comments, in the actual review, you get double points. I'm not, I'm not saying it'll help. I'm just, <laughs> but, but it'll help. help. It's not going to hurt you. The internet's own. I want to be him when I grow up. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, again, thank you guys so, so much. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, let's move on to Atlas, and let's talk about the Schnee family. Let's talk about the Schnees. For a little Shall bit. Shall we? How, how was that Whitley so, for you? Oh, gosh. 
Team Whitley. Team Whitley. Are you guys? Yes. You guys are pro Whitley. I, the guy was I mean, great. I'm not anti Whitley. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm not like go Whitley. Go. No, I know for sure. I'm not buying a shirt or anything. <laughs> it's not so much that I think he and Weiss have a bad relationship, because like mm-hmm. what we see here could just be played off as like sibling ribbing, mm-hmm, you know, sure. that sort sort of thing, and especially with her genuine smile at the end of it. But there's there are a lot of hints watching this scene play out before she walks into her father's office. 100%. There are a lot of hints that indicate the way he is treated versus the way she and Winter are treated. Think, yeah, uh, 100%. True. And, uh, Mark? <laughs> uh, from Michael Halpern, in all caps, Whitley is a sociopath! Yeah! yeah. I mean, that might be that true. Could be really, yeah, we yeah. were just praising Tyrion, right? Like, let's, <laughs> let's, 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 That doesn't make me hate him. So, I was going <laughs> to say, speaking of performances, J. Michael Tatum is playing Whitley, and he has played some jerks in the past. I'm just going to throw that out there. Misdirection. Uh, this guy's going to be the <laughs> whole show. He's played a lot of good oh, guys, Now too. buying a shirt. I just need to take up for Team him. Team Whitley. Look, <laughs> it, I, I mean, to me, it seemed to really, like, uh, it seemed to insinuate that, like, uh, A, like, I have younger siblings when I've been gone for a little while. They do take up for themselves, like, hey, I've grown up quite a bit. I don't know if you know, I'm not that little kid that you left, so you get a little offensive as a, yeah. as a younger sibling, right? Well, and I absolutely took mm. it that way, especially if you watch him. Mm. He kind of rolls, bounces back and forth on the back of his feet, like he's bragging a little bit, kind of the, oh, look at me, you know, praise me a little bit for, but, for what I'm doing. I need positive affirmation from you because I respect you for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, that is kind of how I took but, it. But uh, you, you also get a sense that he is dad's favorite, and I don't think absolutely. it's even close, right? Yeah. Like, they show, you know, as she walks into dad's office, they you see the family portrait, Dad and, and Whitley are smiling. Uh, the sisters are having a rough day. They They're, don't want to be in that Sears portrait. The sisters and the mom are having a rough time. Uh, this might change your opinion on Whitley. J. Michael Tatum is playing Klein, not Whitley. Klein. The butler. Sure? We got all, all over the chat. Klein is so, so, uh, hit us up in the chat with who's playing Who's playing, who's playing Whitley, Whitley then? I, I guess um, I completely I, misread the uh, I completely misread okay. the credits. Um so I, I think that Jacques is, uh, Jacques is the type of guy who is a, we didn't get a son yet, sort of a father. Sure. Um, and I uh, agree. So the chat pointed out that there is only a picture of Whitley on the desk. On the mm-hmm. desk. Totally. Well, yes. not only that, there's uh, one of the rooms, again, wonderful, showing off the wonderful set pieces that Maya has mm. created. Howard, Howard um, Wang is Whitley. Okay. Okay. Oh, that I... Howard Wang. <laughs> I, I apologize for getting it wrong. Thank you for correcting me, chat. Um, anyway, so as she's walking and, you know, we're going through this marvelous mansion, which looks marvelous. gorgeous. Marvelous. Yes, it is. It's on yes. vacation there. You, you get it. <laughs> it's That's a marvelous yeah. mansion. But as she's walking through the halls, she passes the piano room and there is there is a portrait of her brother and nobody else. It's the only two people that have single portraits that we see within the household are her father yep. and her brother. Men. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. I, the reason I am very uncomfortable with him is because during their interaction, not only does he sound a little condescending, and yeah, maybe that's just a teenage thing, but like, not only does he sound super condescending to her, but at one point, they actually legitimately do a Dutch angle, like... And like in oh interesting yeah when like looking at him mm-hmm. from like from behind her it's it's kind of showing that this guy in my opinion is a little off kilter or at least 
doesn't ha- isn't shooting straight with her or doesn't have pure motives. I mean, like things are tough, right? Like he immediately they default to oh he's yelling at somebody. It's got to be mom. And then respond the follow up is no, she's already drinking in the garden. Like things are tough at the Schnee household. Like this kid is looking for any ounce of like happiness. I just want to see my sister for a minute. Yeah, and they're so frank about it. Like totally. they don't beat around the bush about what's going that's, on. That's if, just life like, here. Yeah, like I got I got my sister back, and all she's done is sulk in her room instead of hang out. Yeah, it's like I got my mom drinking in the garden. My dad's yelling at everyone all the time. My sister's here. We could have fun, right? Oh no, nope, she's just she's just being sad, looking when, out the window. When yeah. do we, when's family game night? I want to play Parcheesi. <laughs> Maybe that's all he needs. <laughs> play Hasbro's family game night. Yes, yeah, shoots like ladders Monopoly action. Monopoly would be the no. game. Of- no. Jack would win oh, instantly. No. God, the kids oh, start the that game. I, Team Klein and I would take everybody. Um, <laughs> I also yeah 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 what yeah exactly why. <laughs> alluded to him not liking winter where did that what is that yeah, about? Yeah. Just threw that out I mean, there. what this happened is, who you know. doesn't like winter crow that's who <laughs> people who are jerks that's love fair crow, that's but, like, fair he's a jerk oh he's a jerk this is true. um i just i wonder if it's a simple sibling rivalry of her being like an overachiever and him mm. being the the, the well, boy it could be that because she's the oldest mm-hmm. uh and the fact that he's the only boy like mm. there's a kind of a competition I, although i don't personally think that Winter needs or craves her father's approval in the way that no, sure. maybe her siblings do. But I wonder mm-hmm. if that plays into it. The whole because she would naturally be the the heir, right? But she just kind of threw that away, and maybe for she's him, like, I'm joining the military. Yeah, what maybe right. <laughs> him looking at that, being like, well, you had that position, and you just threw it away like it was nothing. Maybe there could be kind of a point of contention there. It sounded serious though, right? Like at first, right? It did. You did. So I, I wasn't sure because, like, I've got a I, one of my siblings. We all just refer to him when he's not around. It's like, oh, Rich, he's crazy, and like <laughs> we love him. We're all very close, uh, but it's just kind of the running joke. Oh, you know, like Rich's opinion doesn't count. Let's just talk about everybody else. And so, like at first, I was like, oh, that's that scenario. But like in really thinking about it, like he was just pretty like legit. Like it was just matter of fact, right? Like mom drinks. I don't like. I don't like winter. These are the facts of the house. Right. Well, it did, which is another reason why I don't think he's like playing Weiss necessarily, Mm -hmm. because it seems like they're pretty straight up about how they feel towards each other. Hmm. Maybe it's different because of her position. He's playing a little more sideways. I could see that coming into play. There might also be some resentment that not only did Winter leave, but so did Weiss. You know, she Mm -hmm. had the option of going to Atlas's academy and chose to go to Beacon instead, far away from him. And so that there might be a little bit of resentment there. Like you could have been like at the university just down the way mm-hmm. uh, and you chose to go all the way to Vale. Right. That's a long way away yeah. from right. me. Exactly. That's a long way away from That's me. Leaving you me with the, the yeller and the drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Thank he you. would have been left alone at yeah, that be house. Abandoned. But right. again, the, the yeller loves this guy and probably true. spoils him to no end. And that might be it, too. He might just be a spoiled brat. Which sure. has come across the Absolutely. chat a lot. Yes. Yeah. And there also in chat, people are uh, relating him to Azula, which would be oh. terrifying. You need to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. I do. She, I was gonna I, say like, she's I need, crazy. I need to drink every time, every day. Somebody tells me I need to watch that show. I know it's so much. Or you could just watch shameless. it. <laughs> <laughs> Spend so drink, much money. Like, on, yeah, yeah. What you can drink while watching. You Perfect. Could. Okay. Every time somebody bends air. <laughs> Well, that'll happen more frequently than you think. Dees, you have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) We're here 
for you. Yeah, fair enough. Oh. Thank, you, thank you. You walk it's into the studio one day, there's friends. just a giant intervention <laughs> yeah. banner. Like the slides will change yeah. too. We love you, Patrick. And it's on the chat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Patrick. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about Jacques because um, I, again, he. It's interesting that Ironwood is a close family friend. Yeah. In quotes. May I say, Ironwood was stubble. Hell. Oh my god! I love that five o'clock show. Ironwood. Triple Yahtzee, but that see, that's why you mentioned him in the comments, right there. That's me. Yep. I think it's fair. I don't. I feel like I don't even need to take a poll on that. I feel like we're all very pro this new look for Ironwood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. yep. I think it suits him. He hey. looks great. Um, and again, it's it's it'll be interesting to see because we don't know much about the infrastructure of everything at, in the wake of you know the fall of Beacon. Mm-hmm. So, what role has he and Winter taken on trying to put things back together? That sort of thing. So, because mm-hmm. and it, that's probably why he has his five o'clock shadow is without Ozpin. There's there's you know a lot of that foundation is just gone. I think there's more important things to deal with than shaving. Just in general, yeah. the world's Fair in chaos. Enough. We're one of the few. Mm-hmm. Um, we're one of the few. <laughs> I just saw some of the stuff in chat. Horrifying. Um, something, something <laughs> interesting about. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Goodness gracious. Um, so really quickly, um, a couple of people in chat have noted that uh, Jacques Schnee is voiced by Jason Douglas, who voiced Lord Beerus. Uh, i.e. the god of destruction from Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Oh, that's great. Terrifying. That is that is good casting. Mm-hmm. That is very good casting. Yep. Oh, man, the casting team knocked it out of the park this season. Yeah, they I'm did. so excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and and we get this, you know, the whole thing about, like, he's upset because, like, he's not upset that the fate of the world might be, you know, in danger. He's right. upset about how these embargoes are affecting his bottom line. The dust embargo. Yeah. yeah for sure. Priorities. Priorities. You gotta make that money, son. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And, um, what did you guys think about this conversation between him and Weiss? I, I just, on the whole, very uncomfortable. And you just kind of get the, at least in my opinion, you just get the opinion, uh, the, the idea that Jacques just kind of looks at Weiss as an asset. Like, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm telling you. Mm. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. He steamrolled her. I mean, just completely. I I get why she avoided him for so long earlier in the show. Gives us something to look forward to, right? Like, shit's going to go down when she does her performance, right? Mm -hmm. It'd be a big set piece. Grim show up. It's going to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, that could be something interesting. Uh, That could be be the fulfilling of the white trailer where she ends up summoning the knight due to all of the feelings Mm -hmm. that she has. Because we see in the opening the giant summoning seal on the floor. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's working on something. She's like the wedding singer. (laughs) Self-taught. Thank you very much, Dad. Could Could you imagine if she gets the ability to summon Kevin? The giant, the giant the dragon. Giant yes, dragon oh, I miss Kevin. Yeah, it took me a minute. <laughs> now, would Kevin. she be able wow. to summon him because she didn't defeat him? Just foe. I, yeah. I, I heard that. Like I, I, I interpreted Winter's words as like it has to be a foe that you defeated. Okay. Oh, so right. I can see that. But but, but that that's a huge awesome. seal though yeah. for yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's coming through. Ooh. Yep. 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 Uh, God, but yeah, this guy is just such a creep. <laughs> He's a weirdo. But you know who's not? 
Klein, who is wonderful. Oh, Although there's a little bit of fringe horror there because Klein, as we see at the end, is the basically the amalgamation of all the seven dwarves. So it's a little bit fringe horror that the idea that there are seven or so personalities kind of just hanging out in one body. But the, the important thing is that when they change personalities, the eyes change. And what did you think? What's that mean? That's exactly what I, I wanted to pose yes. to the table because the only other time we've seen eye color change is with Neo. And we right. were we were told explicitly on many occasions that means something. Eyes I'm matter. not right. gonna tell you yeah, what eyes it matter. Means, eyes though. matter, eyes matter. Um, I, go ahead, Patrick, sorry. I know you know, I just didn't want to like I wanna squash this like uh Klein is Klein is Neo, Klein is Neo. Like, there's no way no, that's a no, thing, no, right? Of course no. not, no. It's just it's just a characteristic that no, we saw for sure. starting from Neo. Yang changes eye color yep. when she yeah, when she goes Super Saiyan. Yeah, um, going back to the the Ruby manga, uh, apparently Jacques is the guy who sets the Night Golem onto Weiss, uh, despite I'm having little this. to no aura left from a training session beforehand. What a jerk! Dang. Man, yeah. well, only one of the seven's a jerk. I feel like no, the rest no, no, no. of them. Jacques was. No, Jacques was. Oh, I said Klein did. I was confused. I was like, no, no. Oh, six of seven are jerks. No, right? just decided. Yeah, to I was like, yeah, yeah. You're gonna sink or swim. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepy ch- checks in. That's no, not okay. Um, and somebody said that semblances can be passive, so it might just be. It might not be a. Uh, it, it might be an inherited ability, yeah. mm-hmm. but nothing that's like battle necessity. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I would just assume well, Grumpy does all the fighting. <laughs> you just gotta switch into the right personality, which is kind of how we've seen it work in the past. Yeah. Eye colors. But again, it, it raises the question of what it means for Neo, because again, we've seen eye color change for Super Saiyan, and in this case, it's switching between personalities. What And, and Neo's eyes are constantly changing, uh, and there's no consistency consistency to it it's just mm-hmm. it's all it's seemingly random so i'm just wondering what does that mean in terms of her and what's what her powers are i mm-hmm. suppose well I, I like how how when klein does it it doesn't take weiss off guard whatsoever like no, this is somebody that for this sure. is somebody yeah. something that yeah. she's very familiar with yeah and, okay and then maybe even acted as a comfort in all those years of dad being obsessed with the business and yelling at mom and when mom's out wasted like he he's just you know well, sun drunk in yeah. a, in a yeah. way you know because they the I'm guessing they were all very lonely children. Mm-hmm. Having mm-hmm. somebody like Klein is kind of like having a group of friends, you know, because there are That's so many so different sad. personalities. So mm-hmm. even though you're only talking to one guy, it's like you're talking a to party. a group of people. Yeah, yeah exactly. A See, That's yeah. a vacation as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Do you think there's any way that he was a former huntsman? Possibly. Like retired and now hanging out with the schnees. Like Alfred. Yeah. Like, he lived like this crazy life as a spy and then he retired to be a butler. I would say yeah. it depends on which version of Snow White you're considering. Snow White and the Huntsman or Snow White and the Seven Doors. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, possibly. Um, really quickly, uh, shout out to Malachroma who already drew Whitley <laughs> playing Parcheesi. <laughs> Uh, which you can look at using the hashtag ABTVRuby. Uh, I'm sorry, AB, Ruby ABTV uh, on Twitter. Uh, sh- coming through again, Malachroma. They drew us so many stuff. Unbelievable. While watching live at RTX, and it's only fitting that Thank that you, trend continues. Um, That's amazing. To, to which Malachroma in chat says, Klein is the best uncle. Sorry, Crow. Oh. Ooh. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's probably the most supportive. Best well, uncles. again, we, we know that Crow is, like, tailing Ruby and friends, mm-hmm. so Crow is keeping an eye on things, presumably, right. but but at the same time, it's like, hey, you could, you, there's no need for subterfuge, you know? <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, if you're gonna go on a mission, yes, but you're you're watching over your niece. There's there's no need to keep that a secret. Sure. Just, mm-hmm. just literally go and chaperone this group, you lazy drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's more fun flying around behind them, though. I mean, fair enough, yeah, that is, I mean, it, that is the only way to travel. Yep. <laughs> All right, I feel like that pretty much wraps it up for these two episodes. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on before we move into straight up overt predictions? I think we should no, just yeah. get to the. Let's All right, it. let's yeah. get yeah. into predictions. <laughs> there they are. And now you're after Buzz TV. It's terrifying. I'm really upset that the airship was destroyed in uh, in Sinon. Uh, or Xion, whatever Xion. it's called. I'm really upset. I wanted to see an airship, so I feel like they're going to have to go to another town for me to get my airships. <laughs> oh, they're going to have to keep walking, to be sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I hope that if if it's going to be about the journey of the team traveling with stories about the rest of the team, I, I think they're going to make us wait for Yang until episode four, and next episode we'll get Pirate Blake. But I really, really, and I've I've been saying it since episode five of volume three, gotta see the rest of Team Funky. If we're sticking around at Haven Academy, if we're staying around at Atlas, or Atlas Academy, excuse me, um, I hope Weiss goes to see the campus and ends up meeting the rest of Team Funky. That's just something that I want. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Stacy? Oh, man. Well, um... Yeah, I want to see more of all of these lands. We've started to see little villages and just how different and diverse all this life is. So I'm really excited for them to keep traveling and to see more of that. And I've got to say, I'm pretty excited to see them kind of go into what might be going on with Pyrrha and the voices. Yeah. Um, and what kind, of un- uh, what kind of abilities have been unlocked with Ruby. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I'll get to Yang. I, I, I hope it's not for, I hope we see her next episode. Look, I think what happened to her was potentially very tragic and I think that she's Yang is awesome in the sense that she'll overcome this and come back stronger than ever and I'm interested to see that arc and I want to get it going I don't want to wait she needs a robot hand I, I it, uh, absolutely like so, Ironwood can hook her up I know <laughs> I know <laughs> anyway so it'd be great more Yang yeah um, I am really intrigued by all of the new faces that we see in in the in the opening, like there are so many new characters, uh, and I feel like the show is constantly throwing new characters at us. Oh, for sure. But like again, it feels so different here. Like they and it would be nice, yeah, if we see members of teams that we've seen in the past to get more development. But mm. but yeah, there's there's going to be a lot going on. I can't wait to see. Uh, I can't wait to see Plague join a pirate crew. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be good. All right. Well, we also want to hear what you guys have Amen. to say. Yeah. Please leave a comment. We want to know your theories for next and, time. And a quick note: um, if you're in the live chat right now, your comments won't be saved on the video until after the stream is over. So if you do want to leave a comment for us to see, wait for the the stream to end, refresh the page, 
leave a, an actual comment instead of uh, being in chat. So that way we can see it for the next episode. Also use on Twitter hashtag RubyABTV. Exactly. Point, and uh, also thank you to everybody uh, in the in Twitter. Uh, Twitter and Twitter's been very lively. Uh, so is chat. <laughs> There's way too many people to to tag, but we th- we thank every single one of you for being here. For all the folks who came early, remember um, the day of the stream. The the show is going to be up by like ten eleven in the morning, so you can start chatting whenever you want. Um, please join us. Uh, I do want to share one more theory before we go. Yeah. Uh, Liam Zool Donahue uh, uh, on Twitter. I, I think that's the Halloween name. Um, I think Hansel might be or Hazel might be Hansel from Hansel and Gretel. That was a good one. That's oh, a good one. I like, I like that. that. I like that theory. Mm-hmm. So keep those theories coming. We want to know exactly what you guys think. All right. I think that just about wraps it up for tonight. I it does. Patrick, where can people go if they want to find you? You can find me at tw- on Twitter. I'm at P to the D's. I also host a video game podcast on iTunes called Pixel by Pixel. I do a bunch of shows specifically with Mark and Stacy. We do uh, do games make good movies. The answer is absolutely no. I mean, it, we rebranded it uh, months ago and it's called Video Game movie anatomy i almost never pay attention to anything that i'm doing at any given moment that's why you should find me on twitter but um yeah thank you guys so much again for for joining us in the chat and for watching stacy all right and i'm stacy shuttles find me on instagram and twitter at stacy shuttles where i'll probably keep talking about ruby yeah (laughs) and uh, are you gonna update your uh your ruby excuse me i was gonna say you're gonna update your your pira cosplay but there's nothing to update because she's dead well, um, no, I gotta make it workable armor. That's, that's the problem. Oh, okay. Problem. All right. She'll live on in, in you. That's the goal. That's, that's a, new, a new goal for sure. Uh, I'm the internet's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. Uh, we also have a group Twitter, uh, group social media everywhere at ABTV Rooster Team. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. We have some, some special video stuff from RTX as well as uh, clips from our previous after shows. We've done Camp Camp. We're currently doing Crunch Time. So if you watch Crunch Time next week, next Monday, we're going to have Andrew Disney and Bradley Jackson, the co creators in studio to talk about the entire season one of Crunch Time. So join us. We have a group on the uh, the Rooster Teeth website. Um, find us. It's ABTV Rooster Team. Megan. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You guys can follow me on Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Write articles for the, for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I was also on TV Fights yesterday. Be sure to go to Screen Junkies Plus and check that out as well. Thank you to everybody in the live chat, the hashtag, and just all of you for tuning in. We love you guys. It is so good to be back. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Dust to you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.